Welcome to the Live Awaken podcast, life coaching for women physicians of color. Create more freedom to simply be who you want to be. Do the things that make you feel alive and create a deeper connection with those you love. It's time to choose you. I'm your host, Dr. Pyle Patel Guile. Hello, lovely ladies. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today, we're going to dive deep into the past and the future. Well, how does that work, Pyle? I'm going to tell you. So I was coaching a client, and we've been coaching for a while. And so um, I've had a lot of time to see how she thinks and views the world and the stories that she tells herself. And something that came up, which I thought was fantastic to share with you guys, is the whole concept of holding on to things in our past versus letting go and seeing what's possible. So what came to me when she was telling me why it was easier to live in the past was this symbol of her standing in the middle with one hand stretched up front and the other one in the back. And she was wondering why she hasn't been moving forward. But her hand in the back is holding on to the stories, the experiences from her past. And the hand in the front is reaching out to all the things that she wants in her life. So I said to her, I said, of course you can not see any forward movement because you're pulling in both directions equally, hoping that you move forward. So let's go deeper into that. Why do we all automatically go to our past experiences and our tendencies and our habits even though we don't love our reasons? So the example that I can give is... When we're in a part of our life where we want to create new results, and that could be just even relationships, right? We still hold on to the old version of us that lived in a space where we didn't feel loved connected, joyful. So I asked, like, why do we stay there? Why do we want to be there? And it was fascinating because some of the things that came up were a sense of belonging and comfort. That doesn't surprise me at all, right? Like, think about the last time you've had a hard day. What do you tend to do at the end of the day to feel better? Now, this answer is different for all of us, right? But 
I want to say a majority of us would say, I want to do something that makes me feel comfortable, right? And so <laughs> I know I'm not like the weight loss coach, right? And I can coach on it, but we tend to, you know, it's just a part of our lifestyle. And so I want to say, yes, we go to comfort food, right? And despite not maybe being that hungry or knowing that that's not the food that's going to nourish our body, something in our brain wants to feel safe again, right? Or just that comfort of, I know how it feels to be here. So that's the reason why we all kind of go back into our old habits and look for ways to re-experience the past. Belonging. That's fascinating, right? That even if we know it's not something that in the future is going to make us feel joy, um, create possibilities and opportunities, we still gravitate towards that idea of, well, I belonged there in the past. I asked her, a question, which to me, I think is something that we almost never come across as much because many times we don't like the answer or we think the answer is going to, quote, make us choose something different. I said, what is it costing you staying in the past, holding on to stories and patterns that you were used to. Ask yourself this question, what is it costing me when I hold on to the job that I'm used to having or being in a relationship that doesn't fulfill me, but it's been 15 years in that marriage or your relationship with your, your, your mom or your dad, a sibling, how about living in the past as far as it comes to your own body, your own mind, your own health? Well, I've always been frumpy or I've always been a little overweight. What is it costing you? We'll come back to this. Now looking forward. Some people, right, and I could maybe even fall into this category, are very forward-thinking, right? And that's not always necessarily a good thing because you're living in something that hasn't happened yet. And that's very different from believing something's possible versus when this happens, then I will, right? When I make partner, then I will have dinner with my family in the evening. When I have gotten to this level of seniority, then I will ask for a raise. When my kids are older, then I'll ask for a divorce. Living in the future when it doesn't help 
your present is also not beneficial. But many times we like to do that because it's a way of buffering. And for those of you who've heard me say this, um, you know what it means, but buffering is something that you do to avoid feeling what you want, what you need to feel right now in this moment, right? So many of us buffer in different ways, but I can give a couple examples. People buffer with food, with alcohol, with television, social media. People even buffer with exercise. I know, right? It's it's a good thing unless you're trying to avoid something, right? So yes, many people live in the future as a way of buffering from what's happening right now in this moment. So many times we're afraid of all the no's that can happen, right? In the past, you already know you achieved something, but in the future, you don't know, right? So let me just think so far ahead that I don't have to be present now, right? I can live in the future and be happy. But is happiness what you're looking for or is it joy? Right? Many people are like, well, it's the same thing. No, it's not. Happiness is temporary. You get that dopamine hit, feels good in the moment, and then it goes away. But joy is deeper. It's more internal. So what if you're not looking to the past and living in the past, and you're not just looking at the future. What if you were present here right now? What could happen? What are the possibilities? What feelings would you have to feel? What emotions would you have to process to be here right now? And what is it costing you when you look forward or look back instead of looking here right now where you are? And one of the things that really, I truly believe it costs us is our own internal freedom. I have people that I do consultations with And it's fascinating to me uh, when we tell ourselves a story of, I'll start working on myself when X, Y, and Z happens, right? When I have more time, uh, when I make more money, um, when my kids are older, right? Those things aren't going to happen And what will it cost you, right? Well, kids will get older, right? But what will it cost you, right? Those things will happen, but you wouldn't have changed. You wouldn't have been able to enjoy the moments. And I, and I really think it's fascinating when we delay gratification 
true gratification, right? I'm not just talking about ice cream. What are we missing out on right now? And the answer is freedom. If we go back to that visual where I had my client reaching out to the future and to the past at the same time, but stagnant, not able to move forward. I said, what if we could just play with the idea of letting go of what was or what even could be and just living in what is? Holding on versus letting go. Ask yourself the question, what is it costing me? And if you don't like the answer, you get to decide that you're done. That you're ready to live now and to choose you. Have a wonderful day. Hey, if you're ready to advocate for yourself by listening to your inner voice so you can live in freedom, wake up every day with purpose, and enjoy your work and family, check out my website at www.pileguile.com. On the website, you'll have the opportunity to join my program, sign up for a free workshop, or just check out my blog. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please tell a friend, leave a review, or just reach out. I'd love to hear from you.